Kyle Krabs locked on Dolphins. The Dolphins falling to 8-6 and six with a 32-29 loss in Week 15 against the Buffalo Bills, dropping the team's record to 8-6. and six. Our reactions here on Locked on Dolphins. You are Locked on Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins, your team every day here on the Locked On Network. It is Sunday, December 18th, Monday, December 19th here on the Locked On Network. The Dolphins falling to the Bills 32-29 in Week 15 to drop the Dolphins record to 8-6 and six on the season. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash NFL. Um, this one sucks. Going to be totally honest. Uh, I would hope that the Buffalo Bills have some respect for the Dolphins for the performance that they put out on the field in week 15. Uh, all this talk about the weather and how cold it was and the Dolphins and Bills went down to the wire. Buffalo kicking a game winning Field goal on the final play of regulation to win 32-29. to Not that consolation prizes mean anything for the Dolphins, who are now 8-6 and and must win two of their last three games to make the playoffs. I'll tell you this, though. If the Dolphins play the way that they played against Buffalo over the last three games, they will win all three by 10-plus points. I respect and admire the heck out of the way the Dolphins' offense played in this game, trailing. Um, I respect the way the defense allowed 11 points in the fourth quarter. It was unfortunate the way that it unfolded with the snow picking up and Buffalo having possession and, and Miami punting the ball back to Buffalo on a game-winning drive. <sighs> Miami had a lot of opportunities to win this football game. This was the house money game for the Dolphins. Expectations were zero. You weren't expected to go to Buffalo and play in in the snow and win the football game. And yet it was right there for the taking. You led by eight points going into the fourth quarter. The Bills ultimately scoring a touchdown with Dawson Knox. Going seven plays, 75 yards, and then the two-point conversion to tie the game with nine minutes left in the game. Miami went five plays, 32 yards, and three minutes and six seconds. They punted at the Buffalo 43-yard line, gave the ball back to the Bills. The Bills proceeded to go 15 plays, 86 yards, six minutes time of possession, kick the game-winning field goal, aided by a questionable pass interference call against Cater Kohu. And I only say it was questionable because if you go back and you reflect on the first half of this football game, Buffalo Bills corners mugged Dolphins receivers throughout the vast majority of the game. Now, at the end of the day, you had opportunities to win the game. You did not. And if you ask me what my biggest gripe was with this football game, it was the fact that the Dolphins came out and they ran the ball for 188 yards on 25 attempts, seven and a half yards a carry. And yet you had third and two, third and three, third and four. And the Dolphins decided in every single one of those instances, it was appropriate to pass the ball. And I don't think they got a single one because they finished 5 of 14 on third down. 
You went into the red zone three times, you scored one touchdown. The Bills went in four, five times and scored four touchdowns. You wanted the difference in the game? You couldn't convert third short despite the fact that you averaged seven and a half yards a carry, and the Bills scored four touchdowns and five trips into the red zone, and you managed one. Trent Sherfield can't dig out a pass there in the first half for a touchdown. Missed opportunities. Now, at the end of the day, you put 405 yards of offense against the Buffalo Bills defense at home for the Bills in their environment. It was good to see the Dolphins' offense back. And there were explosive plays, right? We we obviously had the Jalen Waddle 67-yard catch and run for a touchdown. Tyreek Hill had a couple chunk plays. He was targeted 13 times. He caught nine passes. Raheem Mostert, 67-yard run to set up a scoring drive for the Dolphins. The Dolphins' defense late in the game. The pass rush showed up. Jalen Phillips with a strip sack. Now, that opportunity didn't turn into seven points. It turned into three. And if you wanted to look for turning points in the game, that was one of them. This loss hurts. This loss stings. But in the grand scheme of what the Dolphins have to play for. They went into Buffalo and just went 12 rounds with the Bills. If you're the Dolphins and you manage to punch your ticket to the postseason, there are no teams that you will face in which you should feel like you don't have a puncher's chance to win the football game. And that's despite Verone McKinley playing significant snaps as a UDFA and Cater Kohu playing significant snaps as a UDFA. And I'll tip my cap to the coaching staff for this. I'm glad they figured out real quick that Clayton Fesdalum shouldn't be out there playing defensive snaps because he gave the Bills a touchdown in the first half of this football game. If we're being totally honest, the Bills can thank 60-plus yards of their offense, offensive output in this contest and seven points on number 42, because he's out there, has no idea what's going on. And it's been that way for three years. And you want to talk about the game plan going in and why they felt that was appropriate? Sure. But at the end of the day, you're down Brandon Jones, you're down Eric Rowe, you're down Elijah Campbell. I'm sympathetic to the fact that you're playing with a hand tied behind your back. And I'll give the defense credit for the way that they adjusted at halftime and played really well for the vast majority of the second half, and they were one made play away from winning the football game. But that's what stings, because you reflect on San Francisco, and you're one made play away in the fourth quarter from winning the football game. You reflect on the Chargers, you're one made play away in the fourth quarter from winning the football game. You reflect on the Minnesota Vikings, you're one made play away from winning the football game. You reflect on the Cincinnati Bengals, Tua Tungvalu is in. You're one made play away in the red zone in the final five minutes from winning the football game. And now the Bills. Five of the six losses, you are one play different away in the fourth quarter in each one of these football games from winning the game. And you didn't do it. And that stings. It stings to be at eight and three and now definitively be locked into the wild card race. Now we're fortunate that the Baltimore Ravens lost. The Dolphins will play two teams that are in the thick of the AFC playoff race in the Patriots and the Jets in, in week 17 and week 18. And the Dolphins offense went up to Buffalo and showcased we're not intimidated by cold weather. 
We're going to post 400 yards of offense, 20 first downs. We won the time of possession battle. We were only sacked twice. We created some explosive plays. We are capable of running the football. And I sit, can't sit, help but sit here and wonder, well, gee whiz, I wonder what it would have been like if we showed any interest in running the football over the past month. But they didn't. So we'll wake up each day through the next week ruining the fact that the Dolphins are on a three-game losing streak, went through the most critical section. You got two Super Bowl contenders in the Bills and the 49ers, and you have the Chargers who are playing for their playoff lives, and you lost all three games on the road. How do you respond from here? You can either choose to pack it in and feel sorry for yourself, or you can lay the smack down on the Green Bay Packers, the New England Patriots, and the New York Jets. And boy, oh boy, do I hope that that's exactly what the Dolphins do, that they lay the smack down on the next three teams on the schedule. Because if that's the case, you're most likely looking at an opportunity to play a road playoff game in either Baltimore or Cincinnati or Tennessee, probably not Buffalo. But if you win the next three, you're probably not going to Kansas City or Buffalo as the two seed, whoever that team is. And you'll get a chance to play. And the Dolphins just showed that they have the DNA to do it. They're forcing incompletion on the final play of the first half away. They are Elena Roberts impacting Josh Allen two inches away in the final play uh, or on the two-point conversion away from showcasing that they have the ability. They are the NFL referees not calling defensive pass interference on Cater Kohu away from showcasing that they have the ability to go into Buffalo and beat the Bills. Now, they didn't do it. It's unfortunate. It stinks. But I said when the Dolphins lost to the Chargers that I'm largely looking for a team that I can be proud of. And I would love to get a championship before I'm in the ground. But I'll wake up tomorrow morning, and I'll be proud to be a Dolphins fan for the way that the players played against the Buffalo Bills. Will I be disappointed in the result? Of course I will. Will I find consolation prizes in the end result? No, I will not. But I won't be embarrassed like I was last Monday when the Dolphins came off of the performance that they had against the Chargers. And credit to Tua Tungvaloa. The Dolphins looked to find some opportunities to create some easier completions. We'll talk a little bit more about that here on the show. But not before we talk about better help. Today's episode of Locked on Dolphins is brought to you by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Unfortunately, life doesn't come with a user manual, so when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck. Therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you. BetterHelp has connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists. It's convenient, secure, and accessible anywhere. 100% online. Everyone deserves to feel their best. You get all the benefits of in-person therapy, but it's more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable. Fill out the brief questionnaire to match with the therapist, and if things aren't clipping, clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist at any time. Could not be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no analysts searching for the right therapist. Get unstuck 
with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. These days, every new potential hire feels like a high-stakes wager on your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster. And for free, you can add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the leading candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That is linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So what I don't want to do is sit here and bemoan the Bills' result too much. Uh, Because at the end of the day, the Dolphins... Uh, entered this contest with a 70% chance to make the postseason and leave with a 65% chance to make the postseason. There's largely no change in the Dolphins' opportunity to punch their ticket. But you've now left yourself with a marginal room for error. You need to win two of the next three games to make the postseason. And even then, it's not fully guaranteed, but I'd be willing to bet that the doomsday scenario for the Dolphins, despite the fact that that's played out in each last two seasons, uh, won't happen again for Miami. Win two of home against the Packers at New England, home against the Jets, and you're in business. Now, here's the good news. The Dolphins have lost once this season at home. They beat New England at home. They beat Buffalo at home. They lost to Minnesota, but then they beat Pittsburgh. They beat Cleveland, they beat Houston, and now they're back against the Packers and the Jets for two of their last three games. They're three and five on the road. There are no guarantees for what the final three weeks will bring, but what I can guarantee is that Dolphins will be playing meaningful football for the entire 18-week schedule. I know you don't care about that, and quite frankly, I don't care about that either. Is it a bummer to look at the three-game stretch that was identified as the most challenging stretch of the schedule and see that the Dolphins went 0-3 and wonder what if? Yes. It's absolutely a bummer to think about what the Dolphins did running the football with Raheem Mostert and ask yourself, how would the Vikings game or the Jets game or the Bengals game, or the 49ers game, specifically the 49ers game or the Chargers game, how would that have looked different if the Dolphins would have called the game differently? Because remember, uh, the Dolphins called 19 rushes against the Chargers for 92 yards, but they actually called 16 because Tua Tungvaloa scrambled three times for 28 yards. You could look back on this game and wonder what if Tua Tungvaloa didn't trip over his own feet on a scramble to set up a third and short, which the Dolphins decided to throw the ball instead of run the ball, despite the fact that they averaged seven and a half yards per carry, and then punt the ball back to the Bills. A lot of coulda, shoulda, woulda with this contest, and I know that that stings. 
And it stings to sit here and look at the opportunity where Miami very well may be waking up on Monday morning at a three-way tie at eight and six. The Jets are playing the Lions, and the Patriots are playing the Raiders. Fortunately for the Dolphins, they have a head-to-head win against New England already, so they'll have that one taken care of. But the Dolphins now uh, will need to find inspiration from the way that they played. Was it a bummer that Eric Rowe didn't play? Of course it was, because I think Eric Rowe in place of Clayton Vegelum prevents several explosive plays and gives the Dolphins, especially when Javon Holland went out in the first half with a neck injury before coming at, back into the game with a mended collar to help him with his neck, to avoid giving up a touchdown on that final possession. You could look at probably 10 different junctures throughout this game, and Miami was one play away from all of them from winning the game. But if I choose to look at where we can find inspiration for the next couple weeks. Mitch Morse without with a concussion from the Bills, and that's really where Miami's defensive line really heated up. Uh, the Bills and Josh Allen. And I'm going to be honest. The Bills, even without Mitch Morse, is probably a better offensive line than the Green Bay Packers have to afford you. And at this juncture in the season, it's probably a better offensive line than what New England and the New York Jets have to afford you as well. You should be able to continue to win up front. And I'm going to challenge this Dolphins team that if you've had success, the success that you had running the ball against the Bills, because the Bills entered this game conceding approximately 100 or 85 rushing yards a game. You should be able to find that success no less against Green Bay. The Philadelphia Eagles rushed for 363 yards against the Packers two weeks ago. The Chicago Bears rushed for 155, the Dallas Cowboys for 50, 159. Buffalo ran for 156, the Commanders for 166, the Jets for 179, the Patriots for 169, the Bears for 180. This has been a terrible run defense all year. And I know this is the same song and dance that we gave against the Chargers, but you know what? I don't know how you look at what you did against the Bills with the success that Buffalo had. And Buffalo beat the Packers head-to-head, by the way, 27-17. Statistically dominated. The Packers are the only team this season that rushed for more yards against the Bills than the Dolphins did. Packers rushed for 208, a game that was largely in hand in a three-score game throughout the second half. The Bills in their last four games had given up 80, 96, 60, and 76 rushing yards. No team since Minnesota in overtime, Minnesota's the only team, as a matter of fact, to score more than 25 points against the Bills all season long until Miami did it here and now. So I'm not sitting here giving you guys the consolation prize gauntlet just to tell you that everything is okay. This is missed opportunities. Dolphins fans will probably get to the end of the road this season and lament missed opportunities. 
The 49ers game was a missed opportunity. The Bills game was a missed opportunity. The Bengals-Vikings games missed opportunities. But what the Dolphins have the opportunity to do right now is dissuade the same old Dolphins conversation. Because do you know what same old Dolphins would be if the Dolphins lose the last three and finish eight and nine? Or if the Dolphins finish one and two and they go on to miss the playoffs despite the fact that they were eight and three and they finished the year one and five over their last six games. You know what same old Dolphins looks like? That. But the way that this team played, if you show up at home and you play the way that you played against the Bills, I promise you, you will win the Packers game by multiple scores. Because the Packers don't have Stephon Diggs. The Packers don't even have the offensive line. They, they got David Bakhtiari when he's healthy and Elgin Jenkins. You should be able to beat the tar out of them up front. I don't care that they have Aaron Jones and they have A.J. Dillon. I don't care that they have Aaron Rodgers. As I promise you, Aaron Rodgers ain't going to win those three plays that Josh Allen made in extended play situations to win the football game. Neither Mac Jones and neither will whoever is starting for the New York Jets. And this Buffalo Bills team was statistically the most well-rounded and dominant team in football defensively. And you know what you did? You had them on their heels all night. And the only times you stopped them or they stopped you was when you voluntarily stopped doing the thing that was working all night long. And there's a conversation to be had about Mike McDaniel and the commitment to the run game and the consistency to run the football. There's a conversation to be had. Because probably two of those conversions and we have a very different result than Tyler Bass kicking a 25-yard field goal to win the game on the last play of regulation. But that's not the world we live in. But I promise you, this performance from the Dolphins can either be a springboard or a backbreaker. And if the Dolphins are going to be the same old Dolphins, it'll be a backbreaker. But the Bills were the most well-rounded defense in football in just about every phase. They were second in the NFL in scoring defense, giving up 17 points per game. And from a yardage perspective, they were just as impressive. Buffalo entered week 15. Ninth in yards. Second in points allowed defensively. Dolphins won the turnover battle. Thanks to a strip sack from Josh Allen. They didn't turn the ball over otherwise. You know how many teams have posted 400 yards against the Bills all season long? One. The Minnesota Vikings in overtime. That's it. 243, 187, 212, 296, 364, 387, 398, 310, 481, 396, 326, 242, 309. You talk all you want about the cold weather, and you could talk all you want about how oh, the Dolphins don't know what they've signed themselves up for. The Dolphins went two 12-round fights with the Buffalo Bills this year. 
They won one, they lost one. And with how closely both games were played, that's probably appropriate that both teams won at home. But I'll still wake up and I'll still ask myself how things could have gone differently. Now, say you want to get in on a little bit of action and bridge the gap between this this loss for the Dolphins and their next uh, your next opportunity to see the Dolphins play, which will be on Christmas Day. Prize picks. Daily fantasy done right. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 extra money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available in-house with projections on just about any sport that you can watch. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. And with safe and fast withdrawals, it's currently operational in 30 states plus Canada, download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. So if you put in 100, they'll give you another 100. If you put in 50, they'll give you another 50. That's prizepicks.com or download the app. Don't forget promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. We're not going to sit here and bemoan this performance too much. I will say this. It is going to be a stressful final three-week stretch for the Miami Dolphins. If the team can come out and secure a win at home against the Packers, we'll have wiggle room. If the team loses to Green Bay, prepare yourself for two consecutive must-win games to make the playoffs. I'm not going to guarantee you win against any of those three teams, but I'm telling you my expectation is going to be different than my expectation was against the Bills because my expectation was that the Dolphins would lose this game. This was the house money game. This was the opportunity to get a freebie and put yourself way out in front with a luxury that no one expected you to have. And the fact that the Dolphins had it, they were up eight points in the fourth quarter, and they didn't close the deal, it stings, especially because a lot of it felt like it was self-inflicted and aided by dynamics that were not necessarily who was the better team. But the Bills at home won the game. They were the better team on Saturday night. Tip your cap to them. They have punched their ticket to the postseason. I will say this. I hope we see you again. And if you told me that I would feel that way in August, I would have laughed at you. But I genuinely believe Miami can go toe-to-toe with anybody. And that is in spite of the fact that you had two UDFAs patrolling the secondary and a couple of career special teams guy in Keon Crossan and Justin Bethel. In spite of that, the Dolphins can play with anybody. Whether or not they'll get the chance to is going to be defined over the next three weeks. So make sure you hit subscribe. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. Your team every day fins up. Keep it locked in right here. Dolphins 8-6. and six. Better days ahead. I can feel it. Better days ahead. Let's hope the Dolphins keep chopping wood and position themselves accordingly. And I would just say this. The Dolphins at 8-6. and six, you know who else was eight and six? 
the 2021 Buffalo Bills, who went on to win the AFC East at 11 and 6 and then defeated the New England Patriots in the wild card round before losing to the Chiefs 42-36. I don't if that team was 8 and 6. Right? You know who else was 8 and 6? Last year's Cincinnati Bengals, who went on to play in the Super Bowl. They were seven, and both of those teams were seven and six. With losses that dropped to them to seven and six, one game within 500. They both won to get to eight and six. So it's a little different, but I hope that perspective helps. The Buffalo Bills of last year, who took the Kansas City Chiefs to the wire, and if not for 13 seconds, would have played in the AFC Championship game. And the Can- and the Cincinnati Bengals, who ultimately did win the AFC Championship and played in the Super Bowl and took the LA Rams to the wire last year in the Super Bowl. Both of those teams, 8-6. and six. Everything the Dolphins won is still right out in front of you. And I promise you, if you play like you played on Saturday night against Buffalo. We'll be waking up in a world in which the Dolphins are 11-6. and six. But now the focus is only to go 1-0 this week, and all I want for Christmas is a Dolphins win against the Packers. Pins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins.